<clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, this is 99 miles per hour with Percy Garner. And we'd like to thank our sponsor, Your Pizza, the finest pizza anywhere. But if you don't like pizza, which everyone does, they got wings, sandwiches, subs, and of course, salads for those of you who like to be healthy, not like me. Uh, also, I would like to mention the network that allows me to have this podcast, and that is the Get Level Podcast Network. There's plenty of other podcasts, a lot of content to get through. And uh, also, go check out the website, getlevelpod.com. It'll be up some, somewhere around here. Uh, go there, check out all the websites. You can also listen. Uh, if you don't want to watch the whole thing, you can listen uh, audible without any interruptions. And then also, to the Rainbow Connection, uh, I am the new executive director there, and we are having our telethon uh, that we have every year, and we're expecting big things, even though in these tough times, uh, we know the community can always come through. That is March 7th, and starting at 11 a.m. And then also, my, my scholarship fund, also trying to raise uh, money for a Dover student uh, in these hard times to, to get some help uh, for them to attend college. Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome to me, Casa. Make yourself at home. Do your do. Welcome to my pad. This your lab. Go create your move. What's good, everybody? Welcome to 99 Miles Per Hour with me, your host, Percy Garner. Um, I just came off uh, a very successful fundraiser for the Rainbow Connection, and I'm very excited. I'm well rested, so now I'm excited to talk to our guest we have for today. But before we get to our guest, I do want to mention uh, today's sponsor is Peterman Plumbing, a uh, great local business here in Dover, and uh, I'm very proud to have you on board as a sponsor. Appreciate you guys. Another one, uh, thanks to your pizza for uh, helping us out and giving us pizzas for our party for our successful fun, uh, fundraiser and the wings. Wings were bomb too. So thank you, your pizza, uh, another sponsor of the show. Appreciate you guys. But let's get to the guest. So today's guest is, uh, I haven't seen him, I guess, in person in a while. And uh, he popped up on this <laughs> this uh, Google Beat call. And I'm like, who is this person? But uh, today's guest is accomplishing a lot of great things. I knew he was going to even when he was a kid. Um, both him and his sister and their family is just, you know, the perfect family. If you want to grow up and have a family like theirs, uh, you know, it's 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 what ideal. It's the American dream. Uh, but <laughs> before I get into more about that, this this dude is uh, currently at Harvard, and um, he's just doing big things. He's got he's the president of a great organization that we're going to learn a little bit about here in a little bit, but, um, he went to, you know, he plays some sports as well. Uh, you know, <laughs> he was a little scrawny dude. No, we went <laughs> before I get to the biography, let's just get him in here so he can start talking today. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we got seven Richmond to the show, man. Welcome. 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 Thanks for coming. How are you doing? I'm wonderful person. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to hear about the rainbow connection. Congratulations on that. Your whole organization. I love that. Thank Absolutely you. Lovely. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. Hopefully I can learn some stuff from you today because, uh, uh, yes. you know, you, you lead organizations already and you about half my age. No. <laughs> Very blessed, man. Very blessed. Yeah. Um, before we, you know, I guess we before we talk about, you know, BLK and all that stuff, I kind of want to just touch on, you know, you're still a kid in college during this COVID time. You're in yeah. a great college, you know, being Harvard. I told you I'm going to sneak over and and act like I graduated there once I do my walk at North <laughs> Northeastern. 
but yes how has that been how has college uh during COVID at harvard you know i think it's all about perspective um it's certainly not ideal right but at the end of the day i have in just an unbelievable opportunity to learn from my classmates who you know i have students my age doing incomprehensibly cool things that i just get to learn from every day um, and even though I got to take classes virtually, right, um, I'm still, I was very lucky that when I had to do it at home, you know, I had a really safe family environment to do that in. Um, I'm lucky that I didn't have preseason and conditions, so I was able to study, you know, without too much fear um, like around the virus. But, you know, now being at school, actually, um, with the weather warming up, it's getting a little easier. You know, the college was really strict in the beginning. I um, couldn't even leave your dorm room to go get food. Like, it had to be just brought to you. Um, but nowadays, you know, we can actually like go outside, go for walks. Um, you know, you can't go and do anything too crazy. It's certainly not what we expected it, but I'm mean, keeping it in perspective. It's a beautiful place to be. And I'm very glad to be here. Nice. Nice. I mean, it, it, I know, I know in Tuscarawas County, you're allowed to dance at weddings now. I think I just heard that announcement. I was like, wait, I didn't know you couldn't do that before. What the heck? So it's, uh, things are looking up <laughs> with this virus and, you know, people are getting vaccines and stuff. And I hear that, you know, vaccines is a, uh, definitely topic of discussion in the NBA right now to make sure everybody's, you know, uh, safe so we won't have any issues during the playoffs. And I always look forward to NBA playoffs. But, um, you know, I know, you know, a couple things about you. And it's been a while. You've grown up. You know, you got facial hair way more than me. And I'm just, <laughs> I'm just like, man, so, like, what do you like doing? I mean, I know you had to figure out you had to do something while, uh, you know, you're locked up in your dorm room or at home. <laughs> what, are some of the, what are some of your hobbies that you, you're interested in doing you do in your free time? Yeah, so, I mean, look, as you mentioned before, I, I was a basketball player um, and football player back in high school. But, you know, the dream didn't pan out, so I had to go the education route, had to fall back. Um, but you know, it was okay. I, so I, I definitely play basketball. I play a ton of chess, actually. Like I play oh, okay. a ton of chess. I love it. Um, I am online on chess.com all the time just playing. Cause I mean, chess is life and life is chess. Man. No. Wow, but, you, might, you might have to teach me. <laughs> I, yeah, just, it's a great way to train your brain. I do yoga every morning too. Just trying to do like those little things to keep my mind and body sharp in the quarantine. Dang, man. I respect that, man. I'm I'm a start. I need to take some notes. <laughs> you know, I wake up, get on, uh, you know, social media, get on YouTube, watch from first take or whatever, and, and then I go about my business. But maybe I should do some things that are more productive. To be honest, so I have been – we've been playing Bid Uger a lot. So, Gary – Yeah, that's where I learned it, from your house. I learned it at your house. But, uh, I'm, I'm, like, I'm and my wife is obsessed now. She's like – so she's like, we're playing. She's always been better at regular Euchre than I am anyway. So she's very into it. <laughs> and um, But chess, I want to kind of do that with my son. So, you know, yeah. we might have to link up. I'm sure you can. Can you link up, like, Call of Duty, like, on chess.com? Or do you have to, or is it random? We'll get it going. All right, all right, all right. We got to look into that. Okay, awesome. competitive. I get pretty competitive. My parents raised me to compete, so. I mean, I bet you and your sister, what? Your sister was uh, amazing, too. Wasn't she, like, ranked nationally or something as a gymnast when she was, like, five or something? Yeah, she, I mean, you know, gymnast, man. By the time she was 12, she was already a better athlete than I'll ever be. Um, it's just so fast. But nowadays, you know, she's just studying. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, like, I know, I think you're the only one that, uh, everyone else in your family went to, to went to Penn, right? Yeah, my mom, my dad, my sister, they all went to Penn. And then I went to Harvard. Yeah, and our little group in the group chat says Penn family dot, 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 and a Harvard kid. <laughs> <laughs> I got isolated like that. Man. 
You see what I mean about perfect family guys? You know, you know all the Ivy League schools. It's amazing. But I, I just before I even get in, because I want to learn about um, when I asked you to be on the show, you were giving a presentation at a, at a high school. But before I get into that, I just want to talk about like what example your parents showed me when I was young, because I think I was your age the first time I visited um, your house, and you know, besides playing bid euchre, you know, I just got to you know just interact with your parents and see how they, you know, parented you and Naomi and just how, so it was a thin line between demanding excellence. It it seemed like they were great support, but you also knew you had to bring home them A's or there was going to be something that was going to happen. (laughs) It was about, I think my parents did a great job of instilling in my sister and I just a champion mindset. Like, you know, if you're going to do something like, you're going to represent this family because like, you belong to this family. And you know, you have generations of people that you are representing, like with that last name that you're wearing on your jersey. Um, and even like when you're in the class, right? Um, I also too, like, especially in my high school days, I mean, being the only black person in the class, um, you know, there's certain there's a chip on your shoulder there. Yeah. Like there definitely is. And you know, my dad had that experience too, um, when he was in school. Um, and so he was able to like really be able to, uh, to guide me in that way too. I mean, like. You know, you don't you don't see that as something that is going to hold you back. Like that's something you just rise to the challenge to. Um, and I'm very fortunate that my parents, you know, instilled in my sister and I that championship mindset from the start. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. That's what's up. I mean, I know your dad was great quarterback. Who was better, you or your dad? Oh my dad! I didn't even get to play quarterback. I lost the job. Like I didn't even. Get, I had to play corner because I lost the quarterback job in high school. So I, that's not, not I did not know that. I didn't try to lead him. To <laughs> I didn't know you lost the job. Last time I talked to uh, to Gary, he was talking about how you did a great job. You had a great game, but I didn't know you lost the job. <laughs> Totally yeah, God. you know, I know how I feel about my my old memories, so I didn't mean to bring that up. But <laughs> it's all good. And did you go to university school? I went to university school up okay. in Cleveland. Yep. Great, great. One of my uh, good friends who um, I got drafted with me in 2010 um, went to university school. His name was Gauntlet Eldemeyer. Oh my! The university school name, such a university school name. His his middle name was Sylvester, and he was the third. (laughs) And he was one of the best athletes I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) We produce him eventually. We we get a few of them every year. Yes, he was drafted, I think, sixth round by the Phillies. But man, he he was he was special. But um, and he was Jamaican. (laughs) But um, (laughs) his parents still had the his mom especially had the little accent left still, but. Yeah. Um, but anyway, sorry, <laughs> get a sidetrack, but, um, yeah, talk about what, what were you presenting that day at, uh, high school? Cause that really intrigued me. I was like, look at seven yeah. already pre- presenting in front of people. So, um, I'm actually, uh, at Harvard. So I'm the president and co-founder of an organ of a chapter at Harvard of an organization called first generation investors, where we provide free financial education to like public, um, like public high school youth. And we also provide them money to invest as they learn, because, you know, you can learn all you want about investing, but if you don't have any money to do it, it's kind of pointless. <laughs> um, so I was really fortunate that, you know, I had really great friends at Penn who actually started this organization. Um, they came to me and were like, hey, we've got this brilliant idea. We'd love for you to like launch it at Harvard. Um, and so I had a really awesome time starting that organization at Harvard, really rewarding chances. Shout out to Aaron Jennings and, you know, Gavin Smith for being high school administrators at Fenway High School and Chelsea High School in Boston. Um, and so I was actually presenting to those local high schools, um, getting the kids interested um, in investing, you know, showing them kind of what we do at FGI and also kind of giving them that incentive like, hey, 
you know, give us like an hour on your Saturday to learn about investing and also get paid to do it. So. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Sounds like a good deal. <laughs> I wish I would have had that. Yeah. that would be <laughs> so like, uh, is that, what are you studying at Harvard? Does it have, does it tie into that? I study economics. Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. Nice. That's what's up. And I mean, both your parents, they're in, you know, in accounting. So they, all that, it's just all, is what's the Naomi study? She studies it. Well, she was studying accounting. She hated it. So now she's studying marketing. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Okay. Studying marketing and sign language. She actually loves sign language. She studies really? it all the time. It's her favorite thing. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Awesome. I'm going to have to reach out to her to say what's up because I didn't talk to her since she was trying to decide what college she went to, she wanted to go to. So that's the last time you were at her house. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let's talk about that. So when I was playing with the Indians, I didn't want to get like a place, you know, I didn't know how long I was going to be up there. Hopefully I was going to be up there for a while, but I didn't know how long I was going to be up there. And it was toward the end of the season. So I was like, you know what? I know, I know a great family, you know, I think they would love to have me. So, um, I can't remember if I asked your mom, maybe, or, or your dad, uh, I'm pretty sure I, I hit up Gabe and was like, Hey, Gabe, hey, <laughs> is it cool if I stay there? You know, it'd be cool. Y'all having a Cleveland Indian stay at your house, right? <laughs> Hey man, he was excited. Yeah, and you guys did. You accepted me with open arms, you know, having this, you know, adult man moving your house. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was good. It was right there. Like I didn't I think it was like a twenty minute drive instead of a an hour and twenty minute drive. So I really appreciate that. You guys showed a good gesture. <laughs> oh, no doubt. And you know, Percy, you're a reason why I studied so hard, man, because I, I would stay up so late so I could say hi to you after your baseball game. Like I would just I would be grinding studying. And I'd be like, oh, Percy's home. I can say hi to him. I love like, it. I love yeah. it. <laughs> Big reason why I knew AP stat back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, and I won't talk about uh, one of my most memorable moments with you, but <laughs> we used to go to your house on Christmas Eve. And this was yep. another example that your, your family has set for me uh, and my wife, because I ended up inviting her up one of the times. And, you know, we, you got to learn what Christmas was really about. Of course, you loved presents and stuff like that, just like every kid. But, you know, the, there was just a, an example set of, hey, you know, the real reason for this holiday is, you know, Jesus. And, and yeah. you got to, you know, experience what it's really about. And, and most kids, I think, you know, it's just about the presence. But it, it was just, it was refreshing to come to your house. You know, we'd all pray and we'd eat and celebrate. Um, and it was just, it was magical, man. And it was, it was great. I don't want to ruin sure. a lot if there's some young, I won't yeah. get into more detail about how it goes because it might ruin Christmas for some young people if they're hard yeah. listening. So. <laughs> but no, I, that was just another thing you guys did for me. And I, I appreciate that. And you guys are uh, just good people and it's just good to meet good people and who people would care about stuff. But I didn't realize, you know, you would, you know, obviously I knew you'd be successful in whatever you do, but the things you're doing, I see you posting on LinkedIn and I, I get very excited. I'm like, Oh, look at seven, look at seven. And, um, <laughs> But I guess talk about, I guess, a little bit more about what you're doing because, um, you know, yeah. I would like to learn as well. <laughs> sure. So I, I've really um, seen my impact in, in college. I've really tried to emphasize my impact on campus. I'm the vice president of the Harvard Black Student Association in that regard. Um, I've tried to emphasize my impact in the Boston area, my community, through FGI, and providing free financial education to you know, local high school youth. And then at the national level, kind of at the biggest scale, um, is my you know, my time as being president of an organization called BLK Capital Management, which since 2017 has operated as a 100% Black-owned, student-run, long-short equity hedge fund with over $100,000 in assets under management. And thankfully, um, you know, the work that this executive board put in this year, um, we actually received a donation from 
uh, a person by the name of Henry Kravis, who is you know a private equity billionaire. Um, it was really cool to have that conversation with he. You know, invited me to have a conversation with him, and he made a donation to the organization that actually launched um, the BLK Foundation, which now allows us to provide um, you know grants, non-dilutive capital, program-related investments to Black-owned businesses that need it in a way of philanthropy. So, like providing fundraising and strategy for Black business owners that have been historically barred from fundraising opportunities, and then also paying it forward to Black entrepreneurs sort of at our level in college or just a little bit out of it, you know, doing black startups to give them, you know, some of their first money and also like introducing them to like that next stage of funding. So it's really cool to be able to see black people participate in the ownership economy. Um, we have, you know, 120 active members right now from over 75 different colleges um, wow. in 36 states, the United States, you know, Canada, England, Ghana, and Nigeria. So wow. it's, it's really cool to see. Yeah. Dang. Okay. So look at you, you you on the national scale, the campus scale, you got them all covered, man. I mean, I mean, how do you, you know, manage all that? Is there, you know, I might have to see how your, your, uh, your planner, your daily planner, how that, how that looks. You might have to, cause I'm, I'm a nerd with all that stuff. I'm like, Oh, you know, cause I used to have my, my pencil with my iPad and I lost my, my, my Apple pencil, but we won't talk about that. But, uh, I just love being organized in some way. And uh, I use something called notion. I don't know if you've ever heard of Notion. Our organization uses Notion. Yeah, oh, yeah. my God. Okay, we're going to have to nerd out later. <laughs> oh, my friend Angel's going to be so happy you said this because he loves Notion, too. Notion. I tell everybody around here about Notion. They're just like, what is that? You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> yeah, I love Notion. Yeah, okay. I, yeah, we're definitely going to have to talk about that. Um, but, okay, outside of that, I guess we'll, I'll be more specific. So, of course, how you, you have to balance a lot of this stuff and your mm -hmm. own studies on top of that. And, you know, um, and family and, you know, are you, do you have any other responsibilities? You got a girlfriend or something like that? I do have a girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, okay. You haven't met Alexandra yet. Oh, that's too bad. Um, but we've been dating for over a year now. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah. Thank you. She studies government at Harvard as well. Um, nice. yeah, she was in my class. She took a gap year, but caution, she's from Detroit. You know, uh -oh. she, she is a huge Michigan fan. So, uh -oh. yeah. but you know, and she's actually been a huge reason why I've been able to pull all this together. Nice. That's what's up. Okay. Go ahead, Alexandra. Okay. Um, <laughs> now, when we when we talk about, you know, holistic, all everything you're doing, which is yeah. great. Now, you have to have some form of, you know, organization and, you know, some form of routine that keeps you in, in sync. And, yeah. and, and when it comes to leadership, because I know me, I've been pushing a lot of accidental leadership. I never was like, yeah, I'm going to lead this thing. Uh, but now I kind of, I'm forced to do that. But with, yeah. with you and, you know, leading a lot of these organizations, like what, what is your, how do I say this? What is like your go-to on, you know, just keeping everything in order, you know, just how do you do that? <laughs> yeah. So I, I G Cal every minute of my day. My sister does this too. She's actually better at this than I am. Um, but I, I'm very consistent about having a very specific routine so that I'm like keeping track of my mental health as I'm going through all of it. Right. So I wake up at 7.30 every weekday and I do yoga. I pray immediately after I wake up and after that prayer, I just go straight into yoga. Like, and that is always how I start my day, no matter what, like regardless, because it's just about waking up and like centering yourself because with all that going on, you can get mad stress sometimes. My yeah. bishop said that. Yes. He's getting mad <laughs> stress for like, you don't even want to face the day because you got so much going on. But if you have like a real morning routine that you can look forward to, it just makes it easier to start your day off. And then, after that, usually I handle my business. Like I have classes and stuff in yeah. between then. And then every day at 3 p.m., 
like regardless, I take a, I take a nap. Like, okay. Yeah, what's going? I actually budget it in my calendar that says like busy. I don't let anyone schedule a meeting there, but I take a nap um, from usually three to three thirty, sometimes four, depending if I can get it there. But I always take a nap, and then usually I, I try to schedule out like all the time where I'm going to work on this, going to work on that. Usually it's class in the afternoon, and then by nine p.m. I shut down. Like I absolutely stop everything I'm doing at nine p.m. I pray again. I take a shower. Like I just I brush my teeth. Like, I take my contacts out. Like everything's just done by nine p.m. And then. If I got to tie the loose ends or play some chess or like just do little things at night, and then mm-hmm. you know by eleven thirty, thousand it lets me go to bed. Uh, and like <laughs> then, you know, then then I get to go to sleep. Um, but then I, I try to structure every day like that so that you know I can always stay on a pretty consistent routine um, and just have little things in my day that, that I know aren't going anywhere. Yeah. See, and that sounds like everyone was like, "Oh yeah, that'd be amazing." And I've done that. I've done that. But you yeah. still need the discipline to actually follow the calendar like that. Because yeah. my, my wife was making fun of me. She was like, why do you have, what's this me time on the calendar? <laughs> I was like, oh, I spelled that wrong. Uh, I meant, you know, <laughs> me and wife time. I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, that's amazing, man. Yeah, we're definitely going to have to go further into, because, you know, I watch, I don't know, do you, uh, do you, this is going to be out of left field. Do you know the uh, YouTuber named Ali? Uh, I forget how to say his last name. He's a doctor in college, and he's big on Notion, big on Apple products. No? He didn't specify very much. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. Well, we're we're going to have to talk about him later because he, he has a lot of stuff. And you, probably already, and you probably already know who he is. But, yeah, my explanation was not very good. But <laughs> I, had, I had visions to be in, you know, the, the next MKBHD for a while. Do you know who that is at least? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, and this is like my, you know, my way into getting, and it's actually because of Josh. I want to make YouTube videos. I thought I wanted to, you know, like review technology and I just never did it. You know, the the thing is, you know, you got to start, you know, and if you don't, then obviously you're never going to accomplish anything. And it looks like you've done that in, in your life so far. Just being, I can't imagine being your age and just doing everything that you're doing, man. It's, it's amazing. But this next question, I probably already know the answer to, but I'm going to ask it anyway. <laughs> so we kind of got into it earlier, but uh, maybe if you can talk about like some of your influences that has influenced your life outside of Gabe and Amy, your parents. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So right. share it with us. Oh, the first person's got to be my grandmother, um, you know, Marjorie. I mean, like, without a doubt, um, people don't really understand just how important um, like she's been in my life um, because my mom had to work so much. Right. And, you know, my dad teaching as well. Um, like when he started teaching, um, you know, like I spent pretty much all my like time being raised by my grandmother, like a lot of time being raised by my grandmother. And she was also too, like helping out to pick Naomi and I up. We were going to gymnastics and football and all that. And like, she is, she's a huge number one, like inspiration, um, considering like raising seven black kids by yourself. Yes. Uh, and my dad being the youngest of those seven and giving me the name seven. Um, <laughs> that, like that in itself, like that chip on my shoulder already. Um, but her example too, uh, how she's just able to love um, when things don't go right. Like to, to be able to, to like see her kindness, her forgiveness. It's an excellent example that I strive to follow. It would be remiss to, to not like, say her first. And then after that, I mean, my uncles and aunts, um, all my dad's siblings who, you know, even though my dad was the youngest and got babied and got treated all nice, they could have bullied me for that. <laughs> But they decided not to. Um, and, you know, my Uncle Gary, that you know, Uncle yeah. Tony, 
Um, I haven't really met my Uncle Steve very much, but shout out Uncle Steve. Uh, <laughs> Aunt Natalie, um, Aunt Des, everyone, Uncle Chris and Kate, like, and Aunt Karen, and all their you know, yeah, spouses, too. That's crazy. Um, you got a lot of great aunt and uncles, man. Yeah, a lot of great aunt and uncles. I listen to them. Like, oh, my gosh. They're all these great people. <laughs> I mean, you've met them, too. I, they're all from Dover. Like, yeah. all from New Jersey. And, you know, those roots, those roots stay strong. Um, you don't forget those Ohio roots where you got nothing to do but work hard. So, uh, you know, those people, they, they really ingrained it in me, and I'm very thankful for them. Yeah, yeah, that's what's up. I like that. You said in Ohio, you got nothing to do but work hard. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, man, um, you know, before we wrap up, because, you know, yeah. after you just talked about your schedule and stuff, I'm like, I started thinking, like, all right, all right, I'm, I don't want to take too much of this time. Well, we're scheduled in. We're scheduled in. <laughs> but um, but um, just – is there any other ways, I mean, that you're involved in your community? Do you make it – are you involved in the Ohio-Cleveland area community at all, or is it mainly where you're at right now in the Boston area? Because I know that could be a challenge. When I was getting um, – and I don't know if I should say this or not, but when I was getting uh, looked at in the draft by the Red Sox, the Red Sox were looking to draft me in the first round in 2010, and I did a two-and-a-half-hour interview with them in my car. <laughs> and I was sitting in my car doing the interview, and – uh one of the questions they asked, you know, how would you be, you know, Boston is predominantly white area and, uh, you know, there's some history there and, you know, how would you, are you, would you be comfortable in that area, you know, playing for the Boston Red Sox one day? And that was a question. I was like, I wasn't expecting that, but I was like, look, I went to Dover high school. You know, I was surrounded by white people. I'll be all right. <laughs> but, but how do you, you being in Boston, like, you know, and being a part of these organizations, uh, you know, th that support black owned and also just other ways that you're looking out for, for black students and, and helping them out, black entrepreneurs. How is, is there a challenge there that you have to overcome or what's that like? Well, you know, you, you don't become friends with people by not going through challenges together. Right. Like that, that's how, that's something sports taught me. Um, and you know, those, those challenges that exist, like those are the things that, that just bring me closer, um, you know, with my black group. I've got an excellent support group of, you know, my black group of black men that are just like really, really motivated and driven. Um, that really inspire me to pursue excellence every day. Um, and so, like when I see them, um, you know, giving back to their communities, like from Mississippi, from Louisiana, one of my friends from Boston too. Um, like they, like they, they just they make it so that like, I can't give up. They're not going to give up, you know? And then just more generally too, in the whole black Harvard community um, to be welcomed with open arms and like, say like, Hey, like, we're all in this together. Um, and like, we're going to inspire each other and have one other's back. Um, and to be accepted like that. And it's those challenges that actually bring you closer together because when you overcome things together, that, that's actually what really forges those bonds for real. And so I'm actually thankful. I mean, I'm not thankful for like racism or whatever, but <laughs> in a way, I'm very thankful for the challenges that I set before me because that actually provides the opportunity, like for diamonds to be built from that pressure. You know, yeah, uh, I like. There are things to to really to really be thankful for, even when things are pretty awful. I mean, that's something I, I've learned from my grandmother, and I really try to try to continue with me here. Yeah, and also, you know, Marge, Marge just made uh, this best. I was on a low carb diet, so she made this special chili for me. Got you. Okay, good. And oh my gosh, I was like, "Look, Gary, you can have a bowl." <laughs> I was like, "Chris, you can have a bowl." After that, this is mine for the for the whole week. I'm just gonna eat this every day. Take Gary too much, man. You can't take too much from Gary like that. But um, also, I guess you know, 
you know, what, like, obviously you're doing a lot of stuff now, yeah. but just where do you, like, what's your career goals? I know that's a super general yeah. term, but, yeah. you know, like, where, where, where do you see yourself? Or, cause the right. next question, I, I don't want to take, go into that, you know, the legacy question, but, you know, yeah. where do you, like, what are your career goals, I guess? Yeah. I, mean, I just, I have some great examples in um, Ruth O'Kedigy, who's a professor at Harvard Law School who, you know, sets the example as like what it means to, to preserve your faith um, and be faithful in whatever you're doing and, and to really um, like put, put God first in everything you're doing to, to be good and do right and just let everything else be details. And so like, as I think about my career, you know, I just want to be known as someone who like just did the right thing and, and let everything else kind of fall into place. Um, to, to that extent, right, it, it takes some hard work and it takes attention to detail, right? But if your heart's in the right place, like there's, there's really no reason why I should be scared or afraid um, of like doing the right thing because I know the kind of support that I have, you know, from being back home, you know, in Ohio and the support I've gotten at Harvard. There's no reason why I should be afraid to do the right thing with what I've got. And so I'm going to continue doing what's best for my faith, my tradition, and my people and the rest will follow honestly that's the, the funny thing about that is i was listening to uh it's old i think it's a one or two years old it's robert downey jr on joe rogan's podcast and he literally is talking he's basically saying the same thing as you but a different way he was just saying they were just talking about how you know a lot of it is just getting out of your own way and then you know yeah. the, the fear is the biggest you know block and that was in that was that messed with me a lot especially when i was up in cleveland yeah. um getting out of your own way is huge. And I feel like, you know, it's, it's, it's one major thing. If obviously everyone's going to, you know, focus on doing the right thing and, and, you know, obviously you know what work that has to be done, just doing that work. And yeah. the rest of it is just not being, you know, a, a head case and thinking, okay, what if I do this? And what if I do that? <laughs> you know, yeah, get the what if out of there, get the fear out of there. Cause fear is what you created. And you know, it's, once you get that out of the way, the rest kind of just takes care of itself. And I like the way you worded that. That was what's up. You can't do everything, man. You can't do everything. Like, you really just can't. <laughs> Says the guy with uh, <laughs> running three organizations. No. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, I guess you kind of did answer the legacy. You know, what, what do you want to leave, leave behind? You just, you know, yeah. I mean, you basically said it, basically said it with, you know, you just want to be known as someone that's done the right thing. And, you know, you don't, you don't want someone like, oh, that seven guy, you know, he – really didn't accomplish much you know he had all the talent in the world but you know he just he didn't really do anything with it <laughs> i don't want to be known as that i don't want to be tall for i'm already tall for nothing on the basketball court i, I don't want that to happen to me in real life no. <laughs> uh, wait i might have to see how tall are you right now six four man Look oh my gosh no way not ridiculous oh I'm you man you're taller than me now i'm six three you're taller than me oh, now yeah. man I still got you by 100 pounds, probably, though. I'm like 6'4", 170. That's my problem. Yeah, I, actually, I'm really close to having you by 100 pounds. <laughs> but I'm losing. You know, we go on a vacation yeah. in July. I need to wear my okay. suit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I need to get my, my, my yoga on, my, my core working, my back's hurting. You know, my telethon, okay. I was standing for three and a half hours, and my hey. lower back was hurting, and I was like, oh, I'm getting old out here. <laughs> The standing desk. I'm, tell, I'm trying to get people on this. The standing desk is the new thing. I do need to do that. I do need to do that. Well, we're a nonprofit that doesn't spend any money, so <laughs> I, 
gonna have to do use my own funds to do that. <laughs> but hey, seven man, I appreciate having you on the show, man. You shared a lot of good, just good information, and you're authentic, man. I love it. And uh, man, it's just we're like I said, we're gonna have to nerd out on this notion stuff because I know you guys are doing stuff that I'm not. And you know, I've died. I go down the rabbit hole sometimes. On you got to see my my habit tracker I got going on here. It's crazy. Anyways, we'll do that off air. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate having you, man. And uh, is there anything else you you want to share or say? Um, I just want to say thank you for having me. It's like a dream come true. A professional baseball player just like asked me questions. Like that's really crazy. Like. <laughs> I, I remember watching you on TV, like pitching to Miguel Cabrera, and now you're asking me questions. Like that's crazy. Oh, that, that's the bat you bring up. I could even throw the ball. I'm sorry, I'm bringing that. Up. I'm sorry for bringing that one. Up. No, like I did a good job of blocking everybody else's name, but when he came up, I don't know what happened. The PA like was louder or something, and it said Miguel Cabrera. I was like, oh crap, Miguel Cabrera. Was up. Exact at that. I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. I don't even care if he gives up a home run. This is just the coolest. Thing. Hey, but I, I struck out Victor Martinez right after that, so it's all you good. You did do that. You did. Do that. Let's remember that one. But yes, exactly. But anyways, um, I'll, I'll let you go, man. You got a lot going on. I appreciate you stopping by, and uh, yeah, we're gonna have to, you know, we're gonna have to link up uh, after after the show, or you know, down the road, or, or in the weekend, and talk about Notion. Is that something you want to do on the weekend? My good, well, hey, if that's what you want, man, I'm here for you. If you if you want to come all the way to see me at Harvard and talk about Notion, I guess that's pretty suitable. But. That's what hey, when I when I have to do when I'm walking and graduating from Northeastern, that's what we'll link up. What what are you about to graduate? Actually, I'm a junior, so I got another year. Oh, good, um, good, good. Well, I got one year in college. Good for I got me. one year to salvage something out of college. Okay, <laughs> that's what's up. Well, I'm sure I'll see you. I'll be hitting you up, and uh, appreciate you, man. Um, I appreciate everybody tuning in. Make sure you like and subscribe. And, uh, man, it's it's good to be back. I took a week off, but, you know, we'll see you next Tuesday. Peace.